Welcome. I'm Sebastian Mafud, and you're listening to WCAT Radio, the on-air wing of En Route Books and Media, bringing you the dulcet sounds of Catholic wisdom. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to WCAT Radio's Vows, Vocations, and Promises, Discerning the Call of Love. I am your host, Dr. Marianne Erlachis, and on today's episode, I have the privilege of speaking with Mr. Roger Fasco, the president of the St. Joseph's Business Guild, an organization dedicated to supporting Catholic families by connecting Catholic business owners to workers and customers, principally in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area, and providing members with opportunities for professional and spiritual growth. Before we launch into today's program, let's begin, as we always do, with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear God, our Heavenly Creator, You are the author of life and of truth, the reality that You will each and every human person into being, created from the moment of conception, bearing the dignity and imprint of Your own image and likeness within the very essence of our being, is a mystery beyond human understanding. Please help us to have a greater appreciation for the gift of being created in your image and likeness. Help us to reverence that reality in our brothers and sisters and to value the call of universal holiness, respecting the dignity of each person and the unique vocation to which each of us has been called by God. Please help us to comprehend that as Pope St. John Paul the Great taught, we are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures, we are the sum of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of His Son, Jesus. We ask this through the intercession of Our Lady, the ever-pure and all-immaculate Blessed Virgin Mary, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I mentioned at the beginning of the program here, today we are joined by Mr. Roger Vasco, the president of the St. Joseph Business Guild. The Guild is a truly novel enterprise, born out of the desire to support Catholic families and put into practice the robust magisterial teachings regarding the dignity of the human person and the work to which we are all called. Welcome, Roger. Thank you so much for joining me on the program today. <clears throat> Thank you, Marianne, for giving me the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. I am really excited to hear all about the Guild and how it began and all of the terrific things you folks are doing. You've got a fabulous website that I've been familiarizing myself with this week. Um, and I really would like to, to have the listeners hear all about what you're doing. I, this is a really exciting project, and you folks are have a project that I think can be replicated all over. Um, can you introduce yourself to the listeners, and, and can you tell us something about the Guild and how it began and where it's going? Okay. Um, I'm uh, 61 years old, and I've been married for 34 years to my wife, Lynn, and we, we have four adult children and eight grandchildren, and three of our children are married, and, and one is a Carmelite with the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles, and we're blessed in that all of our kids are faithful to the Catholic Church. That is a blessing. And I, I attended Catholic grade school and high school, but I never went to college. And when I was 21, I, I bought into the family garbage removal business. And seven years later, my brother Gary and I bought the business from our dad, and we ran it for 18 years before, before uh, selling it in 2005. And um, we were very successful, and we did things that other small businesses weren't able to do. And I attribute a lot of, a lot of our success from from uh, attending daily mass, wow. um, I was lucky. We had a we had a I had a church that had 6:45 a.m. mass, and it was fairly close to our office, uh, and so it was it was fairly convenient to go to mass. As so I took advantage of it, and now that I look back on it, I, I thank God that God was preparing me uh, and and teaching me skills that I would need later in life to to start this guild. Because I, I don't think if I, if I didn't own my own company and build it up the way that we did, I, I don't think I'd have the skills to, uh, to start, the, start, start and run the guild. And um, so how the, how the idea came to me is as my, my kids graduated from college, they got jobs and they got married, I started to see that, I started to see their friends and our nieces and nephews struggle financially. And they were, 
they were delaying uh, getting married, delaying having kids, and they, they, were, have, they were having trouble paying back their, their student loans. Um, and these loans, you know, were things that, loans that my generation never had. I didn't go to college, but my friends that did basically paid it off by working in the summer and then, you know, having jobs during college. Um, I, I always prayed this. Today's students are, are burdened with an excessive debt, as, as you mentioned, and it is really difficult for young Catholic families to make that start in life. Yeah, it, it delays the it delays for sure buying a house. It, it's a lot harder because they have yeah they have the extra payment, um, and the interest rate is higher too. So it, so it is tough. Um, I. I Every morning I say a prayer for families, and part of the prayer uh, goes like this. It's, it's, through the powerful intercession of the Holy Family, grant to the local church the many graces we need to foster, strengthen, and support faith-filled holy marriages and holy families. And as I was saying that every day, after a while, the part that, said, that says support faith-filled holy marriages and holy families started to really stand out to me. Sure. And it, it, it lasted probably for about a couple of months, and I really didn't know really what it meant. Um, and then kind of on top of that, to, to add to that, when we were in business, we advertised in a lot of parish bulletins, and I used to think uh, there had to be a better way to, to, to somehow connect the Catholics in the pews to support the Catholic business owners. And this was always kind of in the back of my mind, and I never really did anything about it. But then kind of putting these two ideas together, I was in, in my hot tub one morning, that's where I, I say part of my morning prayers, and this idea of the guild just kind of hit me like a, like a ton of bricks. I mean, it, it just, um, just almost came out of nowhere, um, and it was, it was very clear what I had to do. It, almost just unbelievable um, how, how I got the idea. And so what I did was I, I recruited uh, three other uh, parishioners at, at our parish to be founding board members. Okay. And the first person I asked was, was Jeff Peterson. He's our, he's our vice president, and he, I know he, he would have some of the, the background that I would need. Um, he, he's a retired uh, executive vice president from Best Buy. Okay. And Best Buy is like an electronics dealer. Yes, yes. And when he started there, they owned, they owned eight stores. When he retired, uh, the, he was in charge of a 1,000 stores. Uh, he's in charge of the employees and the facilities, not, not the product. But, um, and when he was there, it was very entrepreneurial, and, and the owner of the company was, was a faithful Catholic, and so he grew in his faith. But, but he learned a lot about entrepreneurship while, while he was working there. Sure. And so I knew he'd be a good, he would be a good, uh, a good um, board member, a good person to have on board to help me to or- with the organization. And I see his bio here on your um, uh, website, too, on the St. Uh, Joseph Business Guild website right there. Yeah, and he, he actually te- teaches an entrepreneurial class in, in the grade school, and he's, he's the chief of staff at the parish also, which is, is, is similar to parish administrator. Um, so he, he, uh, he, so he works full time, but he, he does help out um, when I when I need questions answered, if I need something reviewed, he, he he's a very good resource. Uh, the next person I, I asked was Brett Sutton. He's our secretary, and he's he worked with Legatus for about eight years or so. And Legatus is a is an organization for Catholic business owners, but in order to be a member. You, you, your business has to grow seven million dollars a year, yes. minimum, and you have to have at least forty-five employees. And then he also he he he's had different jobs around the archdiocese and development where he raises money for Catholic organizations. And so he's kind of a big picture guy, and he's the the contact that's that's going to bring in when we need when we need donations or to sign up some of the bigger. Uh, Catholic companies in the archdiocese. He's got the contacts. Sure. And then uh, Joe Germ is our treasurer. Joe is the most entrepreneurial accountant that I know. And um, I, I've been I've known Joe for years. He he was our he was uh, 
uh, worked with our parish council, our finance council, and, and our school committee. And so he, he, he came on board, and we, we formed a 501c3 right away just to prove to people that we were, that we were serious, went through, went, went, went through the expenses, um, and to do it just to prove that we're, we're serious. And a, a 501c3 allows donors' gifts to be tax-deductible. So, yes. uh, so far we've only gotten two $1,000 donations, but they were both unsolicited. We're, we haven't been asking for donations yet. But it, but it does allow us allow those those donations to be tax tax deductible for donors. So the so the mission. Of, once you got your board, right. once you got your board, how did how did you begin? Um, and it sounds like you you carefully chose the members that were going to work with you to build this entity. Um, and you've got the key people in place. Um, what then? What was the next step? Well, uh, yeah, the, the next step, I, I guess, was, was starting to build the website um, because we're going to need the website in order to recruit members. Okay. And, and so um, luckily uh, I've got two sons, and one of my son was, sons was in on the planning, but he was too busy to really, to really help. But my son, Ben, he, he is the vice principal for Ave Maria um, Academy, which is a K-8 through grade school, and he, he had an interest in, in learning how to uh, build websites as a, as, a, as a site income, and so he decided to, to use Wix software to build our website, so we had to spend some time um, building out the website, and what you see, what you see is the public side, but the, the private side is probably about two or three times bigger than what, than what you can actually see uh, on the public side. But we, we started we started the website and then we also started our business directory. Um, the business directory is is where is where the businesses will place their ads on the public side of the website. And uh, we 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 hired um, one of Ben's friends to do the to do the business directory just because we needed we couldn't wait for we couldn't wait for a volunteer to do it. We needed it. To, to be done fairly quickly, so we, we paid for it, and it's it's our it's custom made and it's our own, so we can we can change it as we as we grow. So, so we started working on those two things, um, and then we started t talking about the we we had to decide what kind of what the various member types were going to be and so forth, and our mission, you know, those types of things. Can you explain the overall arching mission of of the guild? Um, what is the hope here? Uh, what's the um, how are you able to draw together each of these entities? So, um, I, like you you said in the beginning, the Saint Joseph. Our mission is is to support Catholic families by connecting Catholic business owners to workers and customers. Um, but but the main reason we we started the guild w was to help families, businesses in the name, but we really wanted to help families. And the idea is that, that the best jobs should go to the faithful Catholics who support our parishes and schools. But at the same time, we want to direct business to the faithful Catholic business owners who are going to support our parishes and schools. And I, I could kind of see the need for this. this is, I'm talking now from a parish level because I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the finance. I've been on the finance council for about 25 years at our parish, and I, and we, we see every year how um, we lose, say, five or six, maybe five or six uh, seniors who, who move away or die, and then we have to replace about thirty thousand dollars in revenue um, because they're gone and we, we no longer have the revenue. And th this is what I was kind of worried about in the future. Uh, say 15 years from now, the people that are 30 years old are going to wake up and they're going to realize that they're going to have to support the parish, these parishes with a lot less people than, than are attending now. Yes. And so this will be a kind of a long-term help to the parishes to, to uh, give the best jobs to the faithful Catholics. This is this, you know, terrific circle of, of involvement where you have the individual's the families, you've got the corporate, the, the business owners 
who are looking for workers, um, and it all feeds back in to the parish and the parish schools, and it is the parishes and the parish schools that support the spiritual life, the academic life of, of the families. And in strengthening each one of these components, you strengthen the Catholic communities, um, Catholic culture, right back to the Catholic families. It is a, a you know a, a really brilliant plan to to foster this growth and this success in Catholic families, um, one component at a time. Yeah, I I I think yeah you're right. It, it is. Um, so a way to kind of look at this is that the guild crosses the boundaries of parish, age, and occupation, and we, and we provide the platform, the tools, and the networking opportunities to assist a, Catholic, a community of Catholics to help each other. So we, we do things that, that a, 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 the guild will be able to do things that a parish can't do on, a, on its own, right. and um, we, we have... We have Every you know we have young members, we have older members, and we have every occupation. This, this isn't just for lawyers or accountants, or um, and it, it just works well when we have a, when we have when we cross all these boundaries. Um, You'd mentioned Legatus earlier, and I've done some work with Legatus before. It's a phenomenal organization. They do great work. Um, one of the limits is, as you mentioned, the membership is limited to a, a very successful um, a group of business folks. And for those that are at a much uh, more basic level, a ground level, working their way there, or for those who will never get to that point, um, membership isn't an option. And with the guild, you have the benefits um, without having, the, having to have a, a threshold of income to be a, a member. Right, right. And we, we really want to help the smaller, the smaller members, you know, the smaller businesses and the entrepreneurs. Um, so, so membership is open to the whole archdiocese, and our members are men, men and women from all age groups and all occupations. And um, you had mentioned to me privately on the phone that it is not only the businesses who are our members, you also have a category for not-for-profit entities as well. Yeah, yes. <clears throat> I'll go over our member types. So we have uh, uh, business owners um, as, as one type, and the annual dues are, are from $50 to 200 depending on, on the gross revenue. Then there's a, a member type of entrepreneur. Annual dues are $50. Um, business professionals, are, are, are there's no dues for business professional. And that's the definition of that is, is a person that's Catholic, but they work for a company that might not be owned by a Catholic, but they, but, but they can either hire or purchase. And so we, we allow them to be members that hopefully they, they'll help some of our uh, guild members get jobs. Then we have a category for salespeople. They, they're Catholic, they, they, but they, they work for a company that, like a State Farm or something, that may not, might not be owned by Catholics, but, but they depend on, on commission sales, and their dues are $50 per year. And then individual members, their dues are $35 a year, and then parishes and nonprofits, there, there's no dues for, for that uh, member type. And yeah. as you had mentioned to me on the phone privately, with uh, the not-for-profits, to be able to have this um, uh, workforce, the folks who are trained in the, in the business um, uh, areas are also going to be some of the best folks uh, to volunteer. They're skilled, they're committed, um, they're Catholic, and they're ready to help. So uh, for those, for uh, job fairs, for you know, various um, not-for-profit uh, opportunities that are coming up, um, it allows a, a pool of workers, a pool of volunteers to be available. Exactly. And, and what I'm finding from the members that have signed up so far is that we, we have some of the most committed, faithful uh, Catholics in the Archdiocese that are signing up. We, we, probably, we have... Um, uh, at least two uh, former Grand Knights. We have three uh, Fall Festival committee chairs, 
And th that's just an example of how committed th those people are because I'm not sure where you come from, but here, if you're a fall festival chair, it's a big job. I mean, that's... It's a huge job. Um, yeah. And so um, and the way I can tell that is, is when on the application, members have to uh, indicate what their, what their um, volunteer activities are, just so I can kind of get an idea of what kind of a person they are and how, how serious they are in their faith. And it's impressive. Some of, the, there's a, some of them have a list that, that are, you know, 10 lines long or more wow. um, of things that they do. It's got to be rewarding for you to see that, to see that this is where the church is, that there is, uh, you know, right there in the pews, families who are struggling, um, yet able to volunteer their time at such a level. Um, you have committed Catholics, you have growing families, and as you said, you've got folks on all ends of the age spectrum, all ends of the socioeconomic spectrum in different aspects of work, all faithful and hoping to reach out and build a better Catholic community by helping their brothers and sisters out there too. Yes, yes. Um, and I, um, the, guild, the Guild gives its members uh, four different things. First of all, it gives its members a community of like-minded Catholics, and I, I didn't really think of that when I when I was putting the benefits together. But but after I kind of got going, um, some of the millennials told me, a few of them told me, you know, I really don't care if I if I make any more money by joining the guild. I just I just I just want to want to find a community of like-minded of Catholics to network with and talk with and be with. I hadn't really realized that that, that was the case, um, but but I'm older, and so my kids went through Catholic grade school, and you know we 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 all of our friends are the parents of 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 our of our kids' friends, and so so we have our set of friends. But if you're in your early 30s and you don't you haven't sent your kids to school yet, you, you don't have that you don't have that uh, group of friends yet. That's a, so. an enormous benefit. It really is with the folks that move in and out, and they've come from college or or different high schools, and the the society we're living in today is a very disjointed society. Family bonds have been broken in some cases, and to find that support system of other faithful Catholics is something that people are really hungering for and, and looking for. Um, this program here, Vows, Vocations, and Promises, Discerning the Call of Love, it's something I hear from young adults constantly is that, you know, just that search for other like-minded Catholics and how... What a, a relief it is, what an aha moment it is. Yeah, there's other people like me out there who are struggling, who are, are looking for the same thing. Um, and you're able to provide that with the Guild. That's a tremendous benefit. Right, yes. The second thing we give is the context to learn of an opportunity. So a big part of life is, is not what you know, it's who you know. But, but what if you don't have that set of contacts? What if you went to one of the smaller um, public colleges that didn't have a network? Um, sure. This the, the guild will take care of that um, and, and provide you with the contacts. Um, the third the third thing the guild, the guild gives its members is a timing to know when to take advantage of an opportunity. And how we're going to do that is as we sign up Catholic business owners. And we fill up our directory, our business directory. We're, we're going to be watching uh, for areas of business that are void of Catholic business owners, and then sure. we're, we're going to let our members know that these are areas to either expand into or to start a business in. And so, that that's um, what I mean by the timing. Um, you always need it. You always need some kind of a an advantage to start a business, and and that would that would give them an advantage because once we have the business directory full, and we can, we can promote it in the parishes. You, you'll have you'll have customers that are just waiting waiting right. to uh, to buy from you. Um, then the fourth thing we give our, our members is the knowledge to take advantage of an opportunity. Um, you can learn from our entrepreneurs, and you can learn just uh, learn of opportunities through networking with the other guild members from all over the archdiocese. 
And the networking that we do, that, well, first of all, the networking that the secular world does is, is many times transactional. But, but, but the networking that the guild does is relational. And so an example of that is when I, when I was in the garbage removal business, we, we served only commercial customers. And so um, I, I belonged to a lot of chambers around the city. And I'd go to these chamber meetings, and I, I'd meet a lot of salesmen. They're selling insurance. They're selling copy machines, paper, printing. And all they really cared, to, all they really wanted to do was just was sell me their product. But, 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 but they never took my business card back to their owner, to the owner or the, their manager so that, I could, so I could give a quote on their, on their garbage removal service because they really didn't, really didn't care about me. They just wanted to make a sale. And so our, our networking is, is relational. And so what we're teaching our members to do is, is when, we're, when we're at the meetings and we say we, do, we did a speed networking where you... You pair off and you talk for a minute and a half. The other tr- person talks for a minute and a half. We ring the bell and then you switch. And we're telling people, now don't, don't t- tune the other person out as soon as you realize you, th- they don't have anything you can buy because you need to learn what they're selling so that when you leave here and you go out into the world, you go out in the workforce or workplace and you, and you see somebody that needs their product, y- you can refer them. But you won't be able to do that if you don't, if you don't know either the type of job they're looking for or, or the type of product they sell. And so, so, so networking is, is important. And I guess I never really realized exactly what it was because I, in, when I was in business, we, we didn't have to rely on networking as much as we were in business for so long and we used our trucks, the signs in our containers, and, the, and our customers were, did a lot, made a lot of referrals. And so I didn't have to network as well as maybe some of some somebody might have to to now. Um, now so, I can. So tell, your oh, program truly, unlike the secular world, focuses on that relationship building um, rather than just making a sale. It is building a relationship for the future. Correct. Correct. And we we're, we're going to have. Uh, uh, four quarterly meetings a year, um, and and the, at these quarterly meetings, we either have mass uh, or benediction, adoration and benediction. We have a meal, a short program, uh, where we'll have the speed networking. We'll have a member spotlight, and the member spotlight. Um, I kind of look ahead. Everybody has to RSVP to come to the meeting. I look to see if there's anybody looking for a job. Anybody that's looking for a job. Um, is automatically chosen one of the 10 or 15 people, and they get to stand at the table and give a give a one-minute um, elevator speech on why they should be hired or why you should purchase a product or service from them. And then we have a speaker, um, and then we videotape the, the the speaker the speaker's talk, and so we can we can post uh, the recording on our website. And um, in the future, as we grow, we'll, we'll add more meetings by member type, but, but these four quarterly meetings, our speakers are either going to speak on a spiritual topic or a general topic, but in the future, when we have enough business owners, um, we'll, we'll have a meeting. It might not have a dinner involved with it, but, but we'll have a speaker, and the speaker would be, um, would be uh, maybe on a, on a business topic. And everybody could come, but the, the, the topic will be business, and then we'll have, we'll have two for entrepreneurs and two for individual members and that'll that'll be in the future you had mentioned to me on the phone some of the speakers that you've had um and could could you mention that on the um who have you had as as your speakers so far we've we've had uh uh, father hagan uh who is one of one of our uh chaplains and he he gave a talk titled the the christian businessmen in the new spiritual economy uh, and that, that's on our website, but it's, it's only on the members-only part of the site, so the public couldn't see it. Um, the, the second p- speaker was Richard Ailman, and he's, um, he's, a, he's an immigrant from Spain, and he's almost like a historian. He, he, gives, t- he gives classes for our archdiocese here, and, and he gave a talk titled Guilds in the 21st Century, Medieval Strategies for the Modern Age, uh, and that was, that was very good. That sounds um, so we've only had two so far, but okay. Um, 
Um, so the, the guild also has a spiritual component. Um, we, we have uh, uh, Father Spencer Howe and, and Father Byron Hagen from Holy Cross Parish in northeast Minneapolis um, ha have agreed to be our, our uh, chaplains. And eventually there, there, there's going to be five priests living there in, in community, so we'll, we'll actually have five chaplains in the future. Wow. Um, and um, they'll be posting articles on our blog when we start it. We're, pro we're probably going to start it at about 200 or 250 members. We found one deacon so far that's available for spiritual direction for members, and he is a member, and we're looking for about three more. And then we're going to also find a religious sister uh, as, a, as a choice for women. And Fabulous. So that again, taking care of the spiritual needs of the members of the guild, unlike a secular association, this is the whole package. This is the whole picture. This right. Is, yep. You know, um, yep. Uh, for a guild to succeed, as you mentioned in the, the medieval um, uh, view of a guild, it was tied to that spirituality. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's, we're more than just a yeah, greedy business association <laughs> you know if you this is not the way. chamber of commerce this is right, right, this is right. a guild right there is a difference not the chamber of commerce is a bad thing but this is specifically for catholic men and women again feeding right back to family life and supporting uh strong marriages strong families by supporting the dignity of the worker and the the teaching of the magisterium regarding the human person and the the dignity of human labor exactly so the first Saturday in Lent, we're hosting a morning of reflection with, with Mass, breakfast, adoration, and confession, and a talk by Father Hull uh, titled, Work and Worship, A Spiritual Vision for the Workday. And we also have a spiritual resource tab on our website with link to, links to encyclicals on work, prayers, and book recommendations. So... Fabulous amount of resources. Um, how did you, I'm so glad you chose St. Joseph. I imagine there was not much, um, that there weren't many other patrons in the running. Um, <laughs> but could you, could you speak to that? How did you settle on St. Joseph? And what did you just, do it as a guild to honor him? He's a, he, well, we, we, we had our, our kickoff mass was on, was on uh, the feast of uh, John Paul II. Um, and we had a Polish we had a Polish um, meal, but we we chose uh, Saint Joseph because he's a patron of the uh, uh, of the of the worker and and um, patron of the family. And we'll we'll, we'll probably we're probably going to have uh, something on on we're probably going to have some kind of a meeting or some kind of a celebration on his uh, on his feast day. Hopefully, um, the. There's two, but I think there's the one in May. Um, I'm not sure now which one is which. One is, I think May 1st. There's is, the, is the, the one worker. that is um, uh, March 19th is uh, Feast of St. Joseph, and then St. Joseph the Worker is the May 1st one. May 1st, yeah. So, so I'm not sure if it's going to work to have something on May 1st, but I'd like to. We, we do have, uh, we had holy cards made, um, made that we passed out to all, all the new members with the, uh, uh, the memorari on the back to St. Joseph. So that's one oh, thing wow. we did. Um, He's so a powerful I'll, I'll, intercessor uh, and yeah. a great patron for this organization. Yes, yes. Um, um, so I'll give our three-step plan for the Guild. Um, first, we're trying to recruit as many large Catholic companies as possible um, because we need jobs, because without jobs we can't help the families like we want to. At sure. the same time, we're, trying, we're recruiting parishes to, to build up our parish network. The second part of the plan is when we have plenty of jobs posted, then we're going to go to the parish administrators in the, in the parishes and ask them to put notices in the bulletins telling people that we have jobs and that they, they should join the guild. And then the third part of the plan is... is uh, when the business directory is full, it was robust and it has all different types of businesses, then we're going to go back to the parish administrators and ask them to, to advertise in the bulletins again 
advertise the parish director, the business directory in, in the bulletins, and that and tell the people they sh you know should, should support the the Catholic businesses there who are who are hiring the Catholic workers. Uh, we we don't want to direct people there ahead of time now because they might be disappointed and not come back because we we don't have a full um, selection of of uh, business types. It's coming along. I am really impressed as I've I've gone back and taken a look at it. It really is coming along, but I can see where you want to to wait until it's a more robust directory before you get to to that point. Um, it is a really fabulous. I have been so impressed with what you folks are doing, and I can see that other entities may wish to take this model and, and do something similar. It really does support the family and support the worker. Um, truly a beautiful project that you have here. I love on your website, you know, even the, the core beliefs about work should respect the worker since each person is made in the image of God. Work is for man, not man for work. Um, that everyone should be able to draw from work the means of providing for his life and that of his family, of serving the human community. That those responsible for business enterprises are responsible to society for the economic and ecologic um, uh, effects of their operations. They have an obligation to consider the good of persons, not only increase profits, but the goods and services produced from work should be truly good for others and truly serve others, and that profits fairly gained are a great good. They make investment possible, they safeguard the future of businesses, and they strengthen the security of employment. And what, what a terrific core statement of beliefs that really reflects the magisterial teaching. And, you know, and I, I yeah, it, th those do, those really do, and, and, um, Yes, pr profits are important. And think, think of it, if, if there wasn't, if some of the you know, bigger business owners didn't make these big profits, we wouldn't have these big donations to build churches and, and, and you know, help school endowments and different things because they, would, they wouldn't have the wherewithal to, to ever give a gift like that if they didn't, if they weren't, if they didn't grow their business and, and have that, that type of uh, assets. So. Exactly, exactly. I, I work with monasteries. I work with their various entities, um, helping them write grants and, and strategically plan. And so often those that are willing to give or come to give, um, they wish to participate in the work of the monastery. They can't be monks. They can't pray, not to that level. They can't, they can't be there doing what the monks or the friars are doing or the sisters, um, and they are more than willing to share and participate in that work by giving the fruits of their labor, and that's the funding to do it. Um, it's a balance. Okay, we'll move on here. I've got uh, the most important tools of the website. Um, I want to start off with the with the guild member database. And sure. Th this is different from a lot of organizations. You you don't get to have access to the database of members, but in in our case, this is this is one of the ways you can network. And so, you you, you can the members can go into into the site and they, and they can they can um, they can look at the members by type. They look. They can look at the name, the email address, the parish, the the job title, and the, and the business that, that that people work at, the person works at, or owns. And um, in the future, first of all, right now this is created with Wix, but in the which is like a software for creating websites. But in the future, uh, we're, we'll custom. We'll, we'll go to a custom site, and then we're going to have the ability to. Uh, we're going to add bios and pictures for each member. With tags oh, wow. and it'll be searchable. So that so that way, if you if you you want to find another Catholic that likes to fish, or they like they're looking for Bible study or something like that, you'll be able to search and find pe people that 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 you'll be able to connect with. And also, if if you say in the future when we have say a thousand members, if we and we should get to that point, um, you go to sell your house, th there could be twenty real estate. Um, salesman in here and sure. how are you going to know which one to choose well you might want to read their bios and see you can maybe tell if they're they're truly catholic or did they just join and jump on recently because i think that's what's going to happen once once we get to a, a 
we're, we get to a a point where we're more it's more economically viable where people are going to make instant money for by sales we'll we'll have people that will be joining that won't be maybe as faithful or as the members are now um and there's really not a way to tell specifically i mean they they have to uh check off that they that they agree with our with our um oh with the Catholic values, but we can't really tell for sure, right. you know. So, so that's the first tool. Um, the second tool is the job posting list. So business business owners are able to post uh, post their jobs on the website that they have available, uh, and on, only the the members can see that the the job that's post the jobs that are posted. Um, then the third tool is the job seeker list. So so if you're an individual member and you have a job but you'd like to get a better job for $35 a year cuz $35 are the dues, you could have your revenue, you could have your resume um posted there for a year uh, all year if you wanted to look looking for a better job and if I was still in business, I'd be going through those resumes to see who I w- w- would hire cuz we were always looking for salespeople or customer service people or somebody and um so that's going to be a, a help. And so, if you if you own a parish, or if, I mean, if you're from a parish or you own a business, you know that anybody that applies here, that you that you that you talk to is going to be Catholic. Uh, we can't say how Catholic they are, how faithful they are, but they're they're at least saying they're Catholic, and it's right. it's just a place to start, you know. It's exactly. And uh, the the fourth tool is is the mentors. Uh, mentors kind of a loose term. It, 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 it could mean a lot of different things, and it, it doesn't mean a mentor that you're going to meet with like every week or every month for the whole year. It's, it's more one or two meetings, uh, maybe to help you um, uh, get your resume in shape or maybe uh, learn, learn to interview a little better or maybe, maybe learn some marketing skills, how to use social media if you're older maybe, or um, different, different things like that, maybe even how to, uh, how, how to start a... Uh, alteration business out of your out of your home, um, di- different things like that, uh, and that's that's definitely going to be a tool. So you can you can talk to somebody that already that has done it. Uh, what are the pitfalls of maybe running something out of your house, and so forth. And then the fifth the fifth main tool is the business directory. Um, and in in phase two, we're we're going to add testimonial tags, and we're going to add a supporter tag. Um, so, and I don't know if that, that supporter tag if that'll be the, the actual title, but we'll be able to you'll be able to have people that support you or like vouch for you there, uh, j- just names. And so that's another way to tell. Okay, who I, I want to hire a real estate agent? Who do I hire? Well, I might look to see who all the other faithful people uh, are are. Are vouching for there. Sure. Um, so those are the main tools. The other tools are classes that we're going to have, and we have we have classes ready right now to go on how to prepare a business plan, beginning financial statement analysis, beginning Excel, data analysis with Excel, and beginning PowerPoint. We also have a media kit ready to go. A media kit is is so you can log on to the website and you can you can download logos so that that um, you you could use the, the guild logo with your advertising so that other Catholics would know you're part of the guild um, the tools that are coming um, is we're, we're going to focus on on side hustle ideas to generate income streams um, and hopefully I, I've got a, a volunteer that's going to uh, help help in this area somebody I found out that just retired and he really wants to do something and he was in business um, and we let's see what other tools we have uh, we're going to have available a summary of available healthcare sharing ministries so healthcare sharing is is a is a um, is something that you have instead of health insurance and it's, it's these are Christian organizations where when you pay your you send in your your, your what would be your monthly um, insurance bill? It, the money would go would, would actually go to someone to pay 
to another member to pay for their, their doctor hospital bills. And so th this is a way that people can start their own business and not have to have expensive health insurance. And, and I've been, my wife and I have been using this since 2015. To give an example, um, I pay, we pay uh, $379 a month. Our, our deductible is $1,750 a year. I think I've saved about $30,000 so far doing this. Really? Um, so we're going we're gonna to show, we, are, we have two testimonials on our site already, but we're going we're gonna to have somebody do a, an analysis of all the plans because there's about six of them or so or eight of them um, with the deductibles and the different pluses and minuses. So, so that'll, be, that'll, be one of the, that'll be on our resource page. Um, we're going to be doing podcasts on various uh, business and spiritual topics and we'll be posting articles on our, about business on our, on our blog in addition to the, to the spiritual articles that will be put there by the priests. And then when we hit 200 to 250 members, we'll add a forum. So a forum will, will allow, us to, uh, allow the members to um, get ideas and communicate back and forth on a real quick basis without using email and, and have everybody see their, their question or whatever they're looking for. So, so basically, anyone can be a member. Uh, an entrepreneur looking to start a business is, is probably one of the one of the classic ones. Uh, people that we can we're actually going to help. And we, the more I've been reading, the more I think that that we need to depend less on the big businesses um, because the big businesses a lot of times are just not a, a healthy place to work for for our spiritual life. Mm -hmm. um, just not good. And um, years ago, there was way more people that worked for themselves or at smaller businesses. And now it's it's kind of we're starting to consolidate down to just a, uh, so many of the workers are at these big companies. Um, and 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 the big companies like the Fortune 500, they're the ones that are requiring the college degree. Because if you do, you don't have a college degree, you can't even apply there because there's a there's a question that says you know where did you graduate. And if you, didn't, you don't have a degree and you can't say that, that you, you can't even put your resume through. Um, the other people that can be members, anybody looking to help like-minded Catholics? Like I was out um, calling on prospective members and I was, at, I, saw, I was at a real estate agent's office and he said, you know, he says, I'm not really interested because I'm going to be retiring soon and so I really don't need the business. And I said, well, you're just the person I'm looking for. I need, I need I need retired volunteers. <laughs> he hasn't signed up yet, but um, um, is membership limited to those living in the arch the archdiocese there in Minneapolis St. Paul? N no, it's not. I mean, th that's just um, the reason w I'm s we say that is that's just where we're going to be more effective. Sure. Um, but. But if someone wanted to join because they wanted to from outside because they were possibly going to move here to find a job, or if they they wanted to um, maybe they had an online business and they wanted access to our customers, they they could join. Um, and then in some cases, I, I just give complimentary memberships out to people that that are that are uh, just interested and maybe uh, just kind of want to follow us. I'll just give them a complimentary membership because it doesn't really cost anything to, to do that. Um, so so the, those of us who are a state away but have an interest uh, could uh, very well become members. Um, and for those who may be looking to start up something similar in their area, becoming a member for a year and just seeing what it's like from the inside might be a good way to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because they could get they could get ideas and they could see just what it, what how involved it's what what it would take to, to do it. And I think, you know, um, the Holy Spirit works in, in in mysterious ways. But my son Ben, who's the teacher, he he's so determined to be able to to, to build these websites that he's going to the University of Minnesota and he's taken a um, a boot camp class. Uh, that's going to cost them a lot of money uh, to learn how to to to, to uh, code, and so he'll be able to he'll be able to build these custom websites. But where I'm going with this is that I think he'll be able to, and, and I don't I don't know the technical side, but I, I think he would be able to like 
like replicate our website with the connections so that so that we could we could we could send the website um, you know the framework to to another city or to another person that wanted to start their own guild and so that we could save them the the cost of producing it they would have to put their own custom address and diff different things in there but but we could, wow. we could we we could do it for pennies on the dollar for for what you know they would have to do it for and so I'm thinking about that. I, I realize I have to walk before I run, and I've had people tell me already a while ago, and I and I was I was very opposed to even thinking about about how, trying to help other people. But just just the other day, I was thinking about how the type of person that that it would take to to start one of these in another city. Yes. And it it takes a skill set that, that a lot of people don't have. And I'm not trying to brag or anything, but but my skill set, the way I built mine, is is by building my company. And, and a lot of people have these big companies, but they, they haven't really built them from the ground up and they haven't really done the work in the trenches because they just have it all done for them. But, but we were too small and I had, to, I had to do it myself. And so I, I learned how to sell. I learned how to advertise. I learned how to hire. I learned how to do the payroll. I, I, learned all, I had to learn everything. Um, and so I'm, I'm using all the, those skills now. And if I wouldn't have had my sales skills from being in business, I probably would have quit because it's, it's, this is when, when we're trying to get a new uh, member, you're selling a concept. And, and right. It's not a product, and it's not that easy to sell. It's like you want to help the people, and it's almost like they don't, they don't, they don't realize that, how much you can help them. They don't, I think some people think it's just like another business association uh, or chamber. or. Um, so we're... I'll move into one of some of our mark. Well, do you have, first of all, do you have any other questions about that? Or no, I think this is fantastic. I really do see how this does support families, but I see how it really supports the small businessman, the small Catholic businessman. You and I talked about cottage industries, um, the mom who is trying to to you know make rosaries from her home um, while she's homeschooling. Um, just the the different smaller businesses that are need that that stepping stone to begin to make it and this really offers that in a very special way for them so i think it's a it's a great project and that's exciting to me i i haven't had a lot of time yet to work on the on the resources for that but uh i, I can't wait um another another area that we're we're gonna we're gonna look at and we don't have a category for it is is students and I, ah. um, um, I've, I've signed up um, Professor um, or Dr. Naughton, Michael Naughton from, from Catholic Studies at University of St. Thomas. He's the director of Catholic Studies. And he's going to work with me with the students there. And um, I want to I have a student category for both high school and, and college. And we, we want to help uh, the high school graduating students this is for the future and we have more horsepower but we want to work on alternatives to college and one will be um, apprenticeships not not only in trades but in business sales and entrepreneur apprenticeships with member business owners and entrepreneurs um, similar to, to apprenticeships you know they used to have in the middle ages but those, those were more they tended to be more trades and we're, we're going to look at the trades too but but it's just um, Sales and business are way more commonplace than, than the trades here. But um, um, and, and a lot of jobs don't require college degrees, and we've got to find a better way to change the mindset of the parents and the high school students um, because now it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like almost ingrained that if you don't, if you don't go to college, you're going to be a loser. And that's, I don't think that's true anymore. Um, Depending on what college you go to and what you what you're actually going for, you know the general the general business degree is not not that great of a degree. I mean, you know. Um, there's many vocations and there's many ways to fulfill that plan uh, from God. Um, and at the moment, a four-year degree may not be what you're being called to. Uh, there's other ways to get there. And you offer those possibilities with the apprenticeships. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great tool. I love that you're thinking about 
students in terms of high school students and college students. Um, and uh, letting that population know that there are different avenues to reach the plan that God has for them. I've got, I've got just a, a, another area I want, I want to touch on, and that's um, as we grow, some of the things we're going to be able to do and we're going to look to do. Uh, first, the, the guild's going to be able to provide a, a powerful, low-cost marketing co-op, and we might even end up marketing to the general public because if you're, if you're uh, in the general public and you have a pest control problem, who would you rather call? Someone from a, a Catholic guild um, or, or, or just someone out of the blue that you don't, that you don't know. Um, and so f for the small annual dues, uh, you're going to have access to this advertising. It's going to be powerful. Uh, number two, uh, purchasing co-ops for products and services. Number three, we're going to find creative ways to share equipment uh, that's too expensive for one um, member to own. And I can see already probably one of the first things we'll buy will be um, a video camera. Sure. Um, to, and, and then people will be able to use that for, for um, podcasts and different things. Or, um, and we're, we're also, down the road, we're going to keep in mind uh, shared workspace in, an, in, in like these empty parish buildings. And that would give us a place to have a meeting and networking space, classroom space, working space for entrepreneurs, and a space to do podcasts. Um, that would be a great use for empty parish buildings. Pardon? That would be a great use for empty parish buildings. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking of one, and we could even maybe have like, we could, we could help the parish uh, rent the other parts out, to some of, the, some of it out to people that wanted to actually have their business in there, like say in a classroom. Yes. And we could provide the common space with the copy machine and the meeting room and the different things like that uh, for, for getting the, the free rent at the, uh, in the building. I have a good friend who's a psychologist who just opened up her new office in a parish building. She convinced the parish to let her and now others um, use that building and rent out space for psychology offices um, catering especially to family problems uh, for Catholics. And uh, it has become very successful. It's been a win-win for both the parish that had an empty building and she and now others who needed a place to be. But, you know, just what a wonderful partnership. Yeah, I think, I think that this, this is very possible. Um. And then we'll, there's also a possibility for crowdfunding for business purposes or even to help uh, mem like members in emergency situations, um, microfinancing for seed capital to start a small business or even a uh, shark tank idea. Um, not necessarily to own part of the business, but, but um, give pitches and then, and then have, have donors, you know, from Legatus, some of the Legatus members uh, donate money to help maybe to buy that sewing machine or whatever, uh, somebody needed to, to, to get started. Um, and even self-insurance, maybe even using, using our um, uh, member dentist to, to have some kind of a dental insurance program for members. Um, we've got some marketing ideas, and the, probably the, 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 the main one that we're going to try to use to get new members is this two-and-a-half-minute video that we're producing. Um, and we're, we're hoping to get to between 200 and 250 members by spring, and then we're going to go to our, our uh, uh, Catholic, the Catholic Spirit, which is the archdiocesan newspaper, and have a have a follow-up article done because that that original article that they did on us gave, gave us the most. We, we got the most new members from that than any other type of uh, exposure that we've had. And, well, this um, has been fabulous, and we are getting close to the end of our time. Um, we are uh, um, WCAT Radio, and this program is Vows, Vocations, and Promises Discerning the Call of Love. Um, as uh, a um, product of Holy Apostles College and Seminary, among our listeners, our men in formation, our seminarians, their formators. Um, when you look to that population, the guys who are in formation, men who are in, in seminary, uh, 
do you have anything in particular that you could say to them? Do you have a nugget for them? Um, how can the guild be of use to them? You know, yeah, I, I have met, I, I've already, I've met, I, this is an idea, um, I, I met with, with our seminary here, our minor seminary, and uh, Father Becker, who's the, the uh, leader there, told me that I should contact him on May 15th, and I'm going to have a meeting with, with all the seminarians that are, that are discerning out of the seminary at that, at that time to, um, to let them know about the guild and, and, the, and the possibilities. Um, but you kind of bring up a good point. I guess I really sh should meet with, or, or we should make known uh, the guild type of the guild services to the the, the uh, uh, members of the major seminary that are they're getting out that will be becoming priests, so that they know um, they know the the services that we can provide and the, the benefits that they that can be had by joining the guild. I think that's a really good point. When you look at the men, both in the major seminary and the minor seminary, they have folks come to them and say, "Hey." I'm, I'm out of work, you know, I, I, suddenly I have all of these fears, where do I go, where do I go to find another job, um, what can I do, and for them to be able to point people in the direction of the guild and say, here's a starting point, um, here is a group of like-minded Catholics um, who can help you with, with business concerns, um, take a look here, it puts something in the toolbox of these young men in formation. Yes, definitely, and and we're, we we will definitely be able to help people with career change. That's another mentor type of a thing. You could go to different mentors um, and ask them what's the insurance business like, what's this business like, what what's the downfalls here, the you know the upside, or so people can get an idea before they they go into something. Um, you know. Well, before we close here, could you mention your website? Um, what is the? Uh, I have it right up here for me, but I'm going to have you mention it. Um, how would, would someone find you on the web right now? The the web address is is sjbusinessguild.com, and or else you can just Google St. Joseph Business Guild, and it'll it'll come up also. But sjbusinessguild.com. Um. Well, Roger, thank you so much for spending this time with me uh, um, on our WCAT program, Vows, Vocations, and Promises Discerning the Call of Love. I think this is a fantastic project. I was super excited about it when I first heard about it, and I'm grateful that you took the time to come on the show, be interviewed, uh, and share your expertise and what you're doing with the St. Joseph Business Guild. I think this is really going to help folks, help families, um, and uh, reflect back into the Catholic community. Community. And I applaud you for what you're doing, for taking the initiative, for having that inspiration from the Holy Spirit, gathering the right people around you, and just going for it. Um, thank you for what you're doing for, for men and women of faith and for families. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close? Um, I think we're running out of time here, so I think we're going to close with a Hail Mary. No, I, I'm, I'm, I just thank you very much for, for uh, having me. That's all. You're welcome. Well, then let's, let's pray together here. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, full of the grace. Lord is Lord with is thee. With blessed blessed art thou among women, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Holy Mother, Mary of God, Mother of God, pray for, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, of our amen. St. Joseph, foster father of Jesus, and spouse of the Blessed Virgin, please pray for us, and please pray, pray for, for all of these families and for this guild. Amen. Hi, everybody. This is Al Belowski, host of Catholic Mysticism and All Things Catholic. You know, we have such a beautiful, vibrant faith, and I want to introduce you to it. And what we do on the show is we talk about the supernatural. We talk about a prayer life. We talk about the battle that's waged between good and evil. We talk about Satan, and we talk about God and the battle that they have begun for our souls. And we talk about our brothers and sisters, the saints. And we want to get you into this wonderful supernatural aspect of our faith, where we talk about miracles of the Eucharist, where we talk about Our Lady's apparitions at Fatima and Lourdes, and we can 
let our souls be nourished with this and continue to grow closer to our Lord in holiness. And by our brothers and sisters that have gone before us, the saints, that we tap into their lives and talk about them and the challenges that are so relevant today in our world as it was for them. And we use this to become closer and closer to our Lord because we are spiritual beings and he has given us this great gift of his church to nourish us with his sacraments, especially in the Eucharist and confession and confirmation and all the beautiful things of our faith that lead us closer and closer to him. So I hope you'll tune in for Catholic mysticism where we will try, you and I, together, to grow closer through the Holy Spirit to our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the program and will join us back for another show on WCAT Radio. This is Sebastian Mafud. Good day.